My wife and I, we had a lot of fun, man, for a long time. But she had this girlfriend that fucked it up. <laughs> With the big titties, you know the type of girlfriend I'm talking about, that I tried to ignore for six months. When she'd come in the house, like, Hello there, how you doing? I don't really notice your tits. Oh. I would like to be the mayor of Tit Town, if I could, okay? I'd like to, to drive a big truck full of tits down the Tit Turnpike right into the middle of Tit Town. Don't you wish the guy walking in front of us would squeeze our tits for like one second? Not an ass man. I'm a tit man. I like big ass boobs. Now and forever. Not like a black eye, Vita. Give me back the tits! Give me back the tits! Welcome to Last Man Earth. My name is Lex Durgan. As always, I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. For Black History Month, Matt has been reversing the legacy of slavery by blowing one black man every day of the month. Why could this be a leap year, Matt laments each evening as he tucks himself into the bed, feeling a little less white guilt. Matt? That's one of the more elaborate jokes I've <laughs> no, heard just, you do. It's Black History Month. I went a long way for that. My feeling, by the way, on black history is I think it's nice that we study it, but how much does it actually change from year to year? Do we need it every year? Like, can we wait a decade between them? Like, it's every, every year that Black History Month, you say, like, remember all that shit from last year? Yeah, like, two more things happened. <laughs> well, it's good to get the bullet point. I feel like a lot of the country doesn't really have the, the basics down yet. Really? You don't think? Yeah, like the- when the president doesn't know that Frederick Douglass is dead. Yeah, that's a good it's, point. Uh, you should probably just have that every year. <laughs> you think Black History Month is helping out the president? He's really, he's really digging it. He's watching, like, the, PSA. he's watching the PSAs. <laughs> well, no, I don't think it's helping him out at all. <laughs> it's pretty crazy because we were always told you had to be educated to be the president. Like, if you study hard... I mean, fuck, man. Even even people that didn't study that hard know Frederick Douglass is right. Yeah, yeah. We, but I think I, at least even if you didn't know who he was, you or what he did, you would know like his picture. I think. Yeah, he just or has at least an it's one of those timey name. It's one of those cocktail party things too. <laughs> yeah, where, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, old, who's named Frederick anymore? <laughs> you, you think Trump would have the cocktail party skills where he just pretends he knows what you're talking about? Well, yeah, of course. I know. I know. Yeah, that. I love if that guy. Frederick that Douglass guy. was alive today. He'd be Freddie D. Everybody love know who he guy. was. Love that guy. <laughs> All right, this week's show is sponsored by Dottie Sandusky. If you're looking for a plump faced dupe to provide cover for a family of child rapists, you couldn't do better. Dottie Sandusky. She'll turn the music up. Uh, could you believe that <laughs> Sandusky's kid? By the way, nature versus nurture argument. The kid was adopted, obviously, right? So he's not genetically the same as Jerry. Mm-hmm. But being a guy, like the world's most famous like kid rapist, and then having a kid who's also a kid rapist, what are the odds? I would think kind of pretty good. Yeah, pretty high. Like yeah. pretty high. <laughs> like, think. He must have been raping the shit out of that kid, don't you think, like growing up? Yeah. I, would, I would think something had to happen. That would be my bet. I think he was involving the kid maybe in the cover-ups, too, like... We'll take it easy on you if you don't. Um. Do you think the kid was just like watching dad for like 20 years, like as he was growing up, like in the basement, just raping kids? I think it probably was pretty normalized to him. Yeah. And mom didn't care. There's always, these stories always involve a, a fat lady, some sort of fat faced lady who says she doesn't know. She didn't know anything was going on. Yeah. Like the uh, the, the uh, denial to keep the family together. Yeah. And it's always like, well, dude, you live like in a 1700 square foot house and the dad and son were raping kids in the basement. Like, well, it seems like a lot of families have done that. You know, like they have they always have the uncle who does a thing, but no one says anything. So that way they can still have Christmas. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know, Matt and I were talking about, it's like, if you have a girlfriend or wife and you got a small house, 
you can't get away with leaving like a sock out of order on the floor uh-huh. or something like that. Yeah. There's no way mom doesn't know there's a rape factory going on in yeah. the basement. You can barely even beat off yeah. in peace, really. Why yeah. You, well, yeah, you can't. Uh, by the way, joining us this week on Last Minute Earth Podcast, Jake Dill, uh, child sex expert. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> rape. Molestations. Jake's got it covered. I have a minor in it from UW. Uh, nice, nice, nice. If you wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter at Last Men Podcast or also on Facebook, Last Men Podcast. All right, on to the show. Uh, Matt, Jake, uh, I want to thank you both for coming here today because today is a day without immigrants. Uh, you are the two pastiest white people I've ever met in my entire life. I've met a few. Uh, but am I really? Am I that pasty? No, you're not. Compared to Matt, no. <laughs> Compared to Matt, no. Matt's like an Alaska brown. Basically, <laughs> but, you're, you're very white looking, but yeah, if you if you really compared your skin tone, it, it's probably not that okay. Not that patient. Yeah. Okay. Also, your name is Jake. You can't get away. You can't get away from Whitey too far with it. Jake. I guess that's true. It's I never not, thought about it like that. Thank not, you. Not getting you, Matt. When, when Matt, Matt Matt came down to the lower forty eight, he instantly became the whitest person. Uh, in Alaska, they asked him how white is. What's, what's that movie? The guy's uh, all white. Oh, uh, powder? Powder, yeah. Yes, powder. <laughs> in Alaska, Matt, people would often ask Matt if he just came back from vacation in Mexico. Uh, today is officially... Uh, I, by the way, did anyone know it was a day without immigrants until you read this story this morning? In the yeah, news I, I heard about it last night. Did you? Were you like you and your immigrant friends hanging out, like talking about what you're going to do for a day without immigrants? Uh, no, I was just watching the news, and I was thinking about it. I was thinking about if it happened... I was thinking about the biggest impact it could possibly have. I was trying to imagine what it could be like if every immigrant everywhere just said, to hell with you, um, uh, I'm staying home. Has it panned out as horribly as you thought? Uh, so far, I mean, I haven't noticed a difference. Do you think it's like the but, World War Z? They're going to do like long shots, helicopter shots of like buildings burning and like <laughs> shit, just volcanoes erupting and shit. Well, like whoever, that. I think whoever came up with this, and I have a feeling it wasn't like all uh, immigrants who, who came up with this idea because the, the immigrants that we're talking about, the sort of laborers, these guys are getting paid hourly. They're, they're not on a salary where you take a day off and the, the no, money still no. comes. That's what I was thinking about. The, uh, the David Down Immigrants organizers are urging immigrants to stay at home from work and keep their kids out of school. The two things immigrants have been known for in the history of this country, like yeah. really denying your kids education and, and not working That's and staying home a little bit. Here, yes. Here's what I think the person who made this idea. Uh, they might have been an immigrant. That's Who knows? But here's what I know for sure is that they're going to have no problem paying rent on the first. Right. Uh, some guy who's working hourly, barely scraping by, he's, it's going to be a real big deal for him to take a day off. And there's a chasm. They're like, just don't show. What are you worried about? It's one <laughs> yeah. day. Oh, yeah. Like, well, it's no, just one understand. day. Oh, you, oh, yeah. You don't get it. Like, my uh, checking account is negative right now. So one of the hardest things I've ever had to do since I've been in L.A. was I had to hire uh, those guys who uh, work outside of Home Depot. I worked for a warehouse for a while, and every so often we had a, a, a trailer come in, and we had to unload it in a couple, like, I forget, four hours or else we got charged. So I had to go down to the local Home Depot and uh, and pick up some uh, some laborers. And it was the worst, one of the worst experiences of my life because there's a, a bunch of guys. And they as soon as they you. see you, as soon as you see like a, some white kid walking up to them, they like they point like, oh, 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 and like, just bum rush you. Like I had guys almost did ripping. You feel the, like a, do you feel like a colonial explorer? If, like, if, just like, in like the opposite fashion, <laughs> like instead of running away, they ran towards me. They just were looking um, at your shiny beads. Like. If, if, it felt like uh, I was the Beatles, and they were all like sixteen-year-old girls. Is <laughs> yeah. what it felt like. And but to have to choose, like, okay, well, you get to eat, and you get to eat, and you get to eat, and the rest of you. Uh, have fun, right? Like it, it's it's really that is the shitty. worst. By the way, cover story for buying weed, going to buy weed I've ever heard. <laughs> 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 Honestly, 
Uh, but I, yeah, because yeah, but and the day without immigrants, let's face it, it's really illegal immigration. They're they're upset about it. And it's really just Central American immigration because the signs were printed in Spanish. So if you were like a Taiwanese immigrant, I guess it was it wasn't meant for you necessarily. Yeah, it's right. funny how you automatically think Mexican when uh, they say day without immigrants. Yeah, they mean they meant yeah. literally meant Mexican workers because they closed all the Mexican restaurants closed down today, which I did notice. Uh, and then the big companies, of course, they're asking big companies to shut down. The big companies don't shut down because they're not going to fucking Target's not going to shut down for the day. So they just offered to give like fifty grand to like an immigrants' rights group, which seems like a really good scam, by the way. <laughs> just like. Right. Okay, we know you can't shut down your business today. How about you just write us a check for fifty grand, and uh, we'll we'll count you in the we'll count you in the club. And you can keep employing illegal immigrants, yes. so you don't have to pay them a living wage. What's the same time. I just read this story uh, yesterday about all these farmers in the Central Valley who you know when you go there in the Central Valley, like the farmland areas, it's, you see Trump signs for days. But all these farmers are like, uh, no, if you get rid of all the immigrants, uh, we're fucked. Uh, oh, we yeah. need these migrant workers to pick all these crops for like minimal wages, or else uh, we're screwed. You can't hate on illegal immigrants. Most ninety nine percent of them because they're here because people in the U S. want them to be here. <laughs> like businesses have invited them to be here to so get cheap ass labor, and then on the other side, people want free votes and free parishioners and all that kind of shit. They've actually literally been urged to come here by people, and then they get paid four bucks an hour, and they're fucking working their ass off. So in that sense, you can't really blame these people. You just look at it like this. I mean. We've all met, we've all been in redneck bars, we've all been in probably Mexican restaurants. It's only rednecks that are talking shit about the illegal immigrants for the most part. Who's the scariest group in America? The rednecks. They're the only ones that try and fight you for no to, reason. You get a chance to answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> if you go rhetorical, dude, just raise your hand. <laughs> no, everyone knows that the... Uh, I was going to say the Hmong people. The Hmong <laughs> Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're, nobody, everyone complains about illegal immigrants, but you're right. Anyone who's in a position of power wants them here in the United States, pretty much on all sides of the political spectrum, which is why even the Republicans, when they had the chance, like, didn't really build the wall they were supposed to build. Because they fucking want, they all want them here. So the day without immigrants is like, who's actually against the, who's actually against the immigrants? There's some redneck shit on Twitter and stuff like that, but the numbers keep growing. No one's really stopping it, so I don't think he's really against it. They deport some number of people every year just to make a show out of it, but nothing really goes on. Yeah. Go back to work, immigrants. Yeah, and people, and by the way, like, no one's saying if you raped 30 people in Mexico and then just, like, crossed the border. Uh, no one's saying that uh, that should fly. But, uh, you It's know. like 30, 30 ra- rapes in Mexico, like three. What's the equivalent in the U.S.? Is there, <laughs> is, there, is there a conversion factor for that? That's a lot of rapes, dude. Well, they don't have any stats when they're demonizing the Mexicans, and it's like, you know, they'll cherry pick one, one guy that uh, did something fucked up, and it's like... Yeah, uh, it's probably statistically a lot uh, less likely that an illegal immigrant does anything illegal than just your average. Well, fucking I, I was thinking, I was always thinking when Trump said that, like, if you're a rapist, wouldn't you want to stay in Mexico? It seems like the great place to rape. Like, well, it's really hard. You get caught. Like in the U.S., you get caught, and they have like prisons yeah. and shit. Like in Mexico, it seems like you could probably do a lot of rape. Like in the U.S., a serial killer, a respectable number is like thirty-five. Over in Colombia and places like that, they can knock off 300 people, no yeah. problem. Is this fake news? I feel like this is like you're making this up right no, now. No, look it up on Wikipedia. Yeah. There's, right. the There's no one holding him accountable. You just keep killing people. You're reading that in Spanish. you sure you translate that properly? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not sure. I'm not sure you know about that. It's not the metric system. Beite uno, I hear, is 2,000. Yeah, uh, by the way, just so you know, marking your calendar is March 6th is a day without women's uh, boycott. The women are boycotting on March 6th. All women in the country will not be going to work or attending school or 
providing sexual services to anybody. So courageous of them to not work yes. for a day. <laughs> this is a, I feel like the people are getting the wrong idea on how to protest shit because taking the day off doesn't really stop anybody from doing anything. It's just sort of a back-ass way of... Yeah, like, it was like that whole idea of uh, don't buy gas today. Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, oh, and that will show them, even though you'll still buy the same amount of gas. <laughs> you know, you know, no, you need to drive less, and that will change the the thing that you're pissed off about. I don't think these any, any of these economic boycotts have ever worked, primarily because only like 300 people end up doing them. So there was one. <laughs> there was like a guy. I remember a guy telling me not to shop. It was a Target or Walmart or something when they had the anti LBG, anti gay thing. I can't say the acronym anymore. Uh, and he said you can't shop at Target anymore. I said, dude, day I can find six socks. Pairs of socks for nine bucks somewhere else. I'll go somewhere else. I'm not going to Target. Have you been to a Target? Isn't it mostly gay people shopping there for decorations and stuff like that? Why are you making fun I, of my Target, dude? <laughs> I, I seriously doubt it. <laughs> the candle I've, section is enormous. Yeah, I, I mean, I do live in in West Hollywood, but all I know is Target. Yeah, most Targets around the country provide for low income people to have lots of shit in their house. So asking people to give that stuff up is, is really damaging to those people. Uh, all right, immigrants go back to work. By the way, aren't we all immigrants? Isn't everyone in the country an immigrant, basically, or descendant of an immigrant? Yeah, I'm a second, second generation immigrant. Are you? Where did your people come from, Matt? Canada? From, Canada? From, from Ireland. But I, I never Canada, really get Canada. to use that, you know? No, no one gives a shit about Irish Americans. No. Uh, they, you're not supposed Including to, me. You're not supposed to go to bars or restaurants today. That would kill the Irish. Uh, well, the bar thing would really fuck up yeah, there. It really would. The entire week. Moving on to uh, Beyonce, Matt. Let me ask you. I know you watched the Grammys backwards and forwards. Uh, when that guy, uh, there was a lot of fourteen-year-old boys that seemed to me won a lot of awards. Maybe I was watching a different show. Uh, so Beyonce won. Uh, Beyonce did not win best album. That was won by Adele. And so Beyonce uh, supporters claimed there was racism involved. And Beyonce is a musical genius again, and that she was denied album of the year. Jake, do you listen to Lemonade? And do you understand the meaning behind the adultery? I uh, I think I saw part of that whole video. And that's about it. Did you learn to be a more self-respectable woman? <laughs> to not let your man cheat on you? I try to learn that every day. Yes. <laughs> day by day, I keep learning that lesson. What, what, improve what, improve what myself as point? a woman. Her point was, I get make lemons out of lemonade or whatever, but her point know. is that Jay-Z fucked someone else and then she... Well, that was a story behind the album, although Jay-Z kind of wrote the album, so it was kind of an interesting... <laughs> Interesting twist with the husband writing that. Uh, But why is nobody... So Carlos Santana came out this week and said, like, everyone just stop, like, saying Beyonce got robbed. The reason she didn't win is because, by the way, she's not a a musician. And Adele... By the way, he used Adele as a good example. She did win. She is not a great musician, but she's a singer, and she doesn't need a lot of showboating going on. She just opens her pipes up, and people love listening to her. Well, yeah, that's the um, the meme I saw going around Facebook was all these consp- uh, comparisons about the winners versus the losers, and it was just uh, basically pitting white versus black. And like, I see, a, I think I see a pattern here. And I was like, yeah, I see a pattern. A bunch of shitty music. Fuck off. When you have Justin Bieber as like album of the year, you're fucked. Yes. When everything's based on album sales, you're fucked. Fuck the Grammys. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Fuck who? Yeah, they're Fuck. really stupid. But if it's based on album sales, why don't we just go by the chart? Why, why do we need to, you know, to vote? Why well, it's not, I think that's what that gets you into the category of uh, best whatever. So it's like we take the top five and decide which one sucks the worst. Well, I think of- there's a fair argument to me. So the last 20 years, only twice has a black artist won album of the year. And if you look at record sales, clearly black artists are selling a shitload of records. Mm-hmm. 
So there's probably something. There's a, clearly a discrepancy between Grammy voters. Yes, and if buyers. I was looking for a reason to to call it racist, there's a blatant reason out there. Like, okay, this is kind of fucked. I would, I would. You can call bullshit on it, but it's still. Who gives a shit? They still suck anyway. They're still terrible anyway. But Matt and I talked about this with the Oscars. It's not that the voters are nece- these Hollywood voters are necessarily racist. It's just that they're old white people who don't listen to that music. <laughs> so it's the same reason with the Oscars. They're always like, why? Why did? Why did Hidden Figures and movies like Hidden Figures? I would like that's just not winning. Years past, like old white people don't watch those movies. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder, like, because uh, you you go sometimes. I've been to people's houses where you know they are they get these screeners sent to them because they vote on this stuff and they're not even opened. You know yes. what I mean? Um, like, I, w- I would like to know the actual, like, demographics of uh, people who vote for Oscars and stuff. Like, how old are they? How many of them are white? All the other stuff. I wonder, I wonder what that is. Well, they're like, no, so no one would vote for Fences or Hidden Figures or these small black films, right? Nobody saw those movies. Nobody saw those movies. Even among the general population, nobody saw those movies. <laughs> but I like how... So it's, like, it's not, ra- not racist. But not- I think I heard a story about people like, oh, I just voted for it because I heard it's supposed to win. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, that was supposed to win this year, so I voted for. It. I never, I actually didn't even see it. I didn't even crack the uh, the screener. <laughs> when there's a big, when there's a big movie, blockbuster movie starring like an African American guy, they always get nominated. Will Smith been nominated a number of times, and yeah. you know what's his name, Jamie Foxx been nominated. Anytime there's a big blockbuster film starring a black actor, they always get nominated. It's just that the small films nobody sees, and I think. The Grammy voter, who's probably average age 79, and a well, white think, dude, doesn't know what the fuck Lemonade is. I think my beef with the Oscars is the same with my beef with the, with the Grammys, is that all my favorite stuff never gets nominated for anything. You know, when's the last time what you would that saw... Be, uh, give us an embarrassing example, Jake, of some <laughs> music that you love that was overlooked. Oh, God. Well, Zane. Has, Zane? Uh, has Tool ever won a Grammy? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't even think they've been... They might have been nominated. I don't know. Look it up. Uh, Brian, uh, where are, are you carrying that Nickelback sign outside the, uh, <laughs> the, theater, the theater? Has Nickel? See, well, that's another thing. Has Nickelback been nominated? If they've been nominated, like, okay, you're fucked because that's fucking shitty. It's terrible. That would be almost like Star Wars winning an Oscar, though. You know, certain- what Star Wars has for music. Yeah, and they're up for visual effects. Yeah, too, visual I effects. I mean, one of stuff. the major differences is the artists. Like, people still really want to win Oscars. Now, even the people nominated for Grammys because their credibility is so fucked. Oh, t- they Tool didn't did even win. Show up. <laughs> oh, they yeah. won a bunch. Oh, Tool yeah, did Tool won a shitload of stuff. What you are you talking what? about? For uh, it's like you knew. Come, uh, come with another shitty band but, you like. But I like. Uh, <laughs> but I like that they won for metal performance. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> they had to get that yes. category narrowed metal. down real fucking close. Well, like what they put. Like, when, when Megadeth won this year, have you seen that? When they're like. They, they win and like no one's in the fucking crowd because it wasn't yes. on TV. Well, that's when they put like Al Jarreau like in the hip hop category because he's black. It's like if you're if you're black, they put you in hip hop. If you're like a white dude with long hair, you get in the metal if category. If your music sucks, they just put it in country. Yes. It, it doesn't even have to be <laughs> no. in any way influenced by country. It's always been the labels, right? That pick these awards. Always it, the Grammys are always about the labels, the four or five um, labels of anything picking the awards. Nickelback nominated six times, have won zero, uh, but have won a bunch of other fucking things. Do you think that's Canadian racism? <laughs> that could be. Beard and win too. Nobody's yeah. showing up. Uh, when are we allowed? Is this is just political correctness, Matt? Run amok that we can't. We have to call. I don't mind the fact that Beyonce's popular. She's a very good entertainer. She's got a lot of fans. She makes a shitload of money. Ten million, twenty million people love her shit for whatever reason. But why must we refer to her as a musical genius when she literally has no musical skills whatsoever? I have no idea. I what? There's like a need to deify people. Like we all have to like worship something. Um, Do you think it's a race? Is it a race thing? No, she. I Why mean, she's, she's not a musician. Like, what is she winning for? There's literally hundreds of people that can do exactly. No, what but I she mean, did. you think the deification is in part because she's a minority. She's a minority, and people are scared to say shit like 
you know, she can't actually r- read music. No, I think she just caught on early on and she's sustained a career because she's married to Jay-Z and she's plugged, very well plugged in, obviously. Well, I think we had to, we don't know for sure if she can't read music. We don't know for sure no, if she can't I'm, I'm say play an instrument, but we you're know for sure. Show, you're on the that, wrong show. Did we make up our, <laughs> make up our facts that, here? Is that what we do here? <laughs> yes. But we know for sure she doesn't write all of her own songs. We know that for sure. Well, most pop musicians don't write their own. Most, they don't and write their music. And that's what's fucked about them being nominated. Well, they, yeah. they do. The, the guys who were actually like when Adele won, they brought like twenty dudes up behind her who actually wrote the music. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a posse. No, it's just like they're like twenty dudes behind her who actually wrote and composed all the music. So the guys who actually do the work are they actually and the, they get an award and they're in the background somewhere. <laughs> do they, what, yeah, do they get a Grammy like, or do you get like a like a plastic trophy? You know what they get? They get money, which is not not so bad. <laughs> all right, uh, but you know, like Beyonce, what she have like Mad on Lemonade? She had like forty credited writers and I think producers on Lemonade. So yeah. it's like a, it's just like a big group effort, but that music's always been that way. Like Mariah Carey's not writing music. Oh, yeah. Always, well, yeah, who is I mean, Mozart's Prince, po- posse? You know, well, Sinatra Prince wasn't writing his own. Show. Sinatra wasn't writing his own music. I mean, he was singing music composed by other people. I think they're singers, and now, but now there's like a whole thing. Like she's not a singer; she's a musician, and she's a genius because she's speaking because she's songs that are written for her about political or socially relevant topics, and therefore you have to compare it to Dylan, right? What was Adele's? Deal. Like, why was she so on Beyonce's nuts? Even if you like Beyonce, like, that was just way over the top and <laughs> yes. weird. I, a lot of white girls like Beyonce. I had to do this talent video thing. I So I work at the station, Alt 98.7, here in L.A., and we had to do What a, time can we hear you on that station, Jake? Every night, 7 to 11. All right, just checking. Um, well, every weekday night. And, uh, and so I had to do this talent uh, video thing so the salespeople can pitch you to endorse bullshit, right? And so I got to sit in. I got there early, and uh, I got to sit in on the white girl's video before me. And that's what she exactly she said. Like, who do you admire? Oh, I love Beyonce. Beyonce. If I could meet one person, Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. Oh, it's because she's a diva, meaning I want to act like a cunt and get away with it. Is that part of it? I think it's a just does, socially Does Beyonce act like a cunt? I always thought she was pretty no, cool. No, but that's the... Uh, I don't know if she does or not, but that's like the, the uh, stigma, the, the uh, stereotype of a... Of a diva yeah. is that they act like a bitch. Like, uh, do you like think the like these? You think Barbara all these people are, like type. get excited to meet Beyonce? Finally, end up meeting her one day, and Beyonce just talks like a two-year-old child, and <laughs> like they're just kind of Maybe. disappointed. They're kind of disappointed, and like, oh, she's like licking a licking on a lollipop, and they're talking stupid. I think they like, have a fantasy of sitting in a dressing room and being like, "Bring me a chamomile tea." It's like, well, everyone can't live that way. You know? Wait, wait, what, what world do you live in Getting where you can't have a chamomile tea? They, they don't fantasize being that on That wasn't stage. a very good fantasy at all. They're, no, they're, they're talking about their writer. I can get you a chamomile tea. Yeah, I can do that right now. Uh, well, I mean, you might have to make a special trip. That's what, that's what people in Alaska, uh, that's what people in Alaska think big. We're at a bar. Like have a guy bring me a tea. <laughs> we're at a bar. I think I can get you a chamomile tea. <laughs> no, I think they're fantasizing about having a lot of money, wasting a lot of money on stupid shoes. Shit like that. Living a life of excess. Yeah, but for Adele, don't you think it's just sort of a convenient, say, to, like, shout out to Beyonce? Like, you have to... I think she knew that, like, in past years, when Beyonce's been snubbed, like, Taylor Swift got got the award from MTV and Kanye rushed the stage. She knew there was going to be backlash beforehand when she won the award. So she gave a shout out to Beyonce to kind of uh, cover her ass. If that, if that was the thing, uh, that's real smart. Yeah, I don't know, maybe Jay-Z kind of conniving. Real she did, by the way, she did say during her speech, like, 
you really inspire my black friends. <laughs> like that was like right. Did she say, verbatim? Is that yes. what she said? Yeah, she did. Oh my yes. god! Yes. <laughs> it seemed like a little kid, like a little fake kiss ass thing going. So really every black person black now friends. has to love uh, yes. Beyonce as part of some. And kind by the of- way, when you have a British accent, you sound sincere no matter what you say. That's just such a huge, yeah. adva- such a huge advantage you have. Yeah. And Beyonce's crying while she's saying it. Beyonce's crying. She knows Beyonce knows she's fucking. Did no one like if Trump her? said you really inspire my black friends? Yeah. People would fucking yeah. lose oh their minds. <laughs> It'd be a day without blacks, like immediately called for. <laughs> Did anyone tell Adele that like no one cares about this and that you look really silly taking it seriously? Yeah, she's a fucking artist, music artist, no. dude. You know these creative. You know these creative people are, especially when they win awards. Man. Dude, they get Justin so Bieber didn't show up. Are you serious? And you're crying about oh, man. I didn't Bieber, know that. Kanye, and Drake refused refused to show up because they said they were just being used for promotional purposes. Which, right. by the way, That's is completely hilarious. completely true. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, completely yeah. true. Kanye's like, fuck, I'm going to keep showing up to have you put me in the commercials and you're never going to give me an award. So that's why those People's Choice Awards stuff, those are the best shows because they tell the people ahead of time you're going to win. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, oh. they show up because they know they're going to win. If, they don't, if they're not going to win, why do you, who the fuck wants to go to an award show and lose? Right. It's just the worst fucking experience. <laughs> worst fucking experience. Uh, all right, Matt, we got a new segment this week. Every week, Jake, we have a new segment. Matt's former segment the week before it gets shut down by the FCC. Uh, that's my mom, mostly. Uh, <laughs> well, we week, have a very dedicated mother yeah, who listens this week to the we're podcast. Going, we're, going, we're going a little highbrow. Uh, this week's segment is called Matt Explains Why It's Illegal in Canada to Fuck a Sex Toy That Looks Like a Child. Uh, as by way of a short backstory, uh, Canada and British police... That's in England. Have uh, started arresting uh, grown men who are ordering childlike, child uh, like girls' sex toys. I guess boys' sex toys. I know it'd be sexist. Right. Matt, why is that illegal in Canada and the, the United Kingdom? Uh, it's just they consider it child porn if the sex doll resembles a small child. And apparently these are very accurate. You know, they're like three feet tall. Um, and so they're like, you know, this is too close. This is too close. Three foot, three foot being the average size of a child you might rape. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> but you got to factor in shipping costs. I mean, they're not cheap. It's hard to ship a six foot doll. I don't know if you assemble it yourself, like it's, it's IKEA. I, what I was thinking about, what makes it uh, really weird, is that now you can just buy like a handheld pussy to fuck, right? Yeah. And so, why isn't that illegal? Because what are you promoting dismembering people? Right? Are like you the, promoting uh, you know cutting people up and fucking their consent. body parts? You're fucking it too hard. Yeah. yeah. Or if the guy using it is thinking about a kid, then is he is does he get arrested for underage? Yeah. I mean, I can see why people are outraged for yeah. sure. It's uh, a pretty slippery. I can slope. see how that's not the guy in your apartment building you want to invite to like get together. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you're, you're not coming to the mixer. Um, you know? but, uh, <laughs> hey man, what you bring to the what you bring to the potluck? Oh, my sex doll. Well, <laughs> that's why you should never buy a sex doll because someone's going to find it, you know, um, and then you're going to be cut off from yeah from most of your social. Circles. You think you think a uh, like a woman on a date finding your your child sex doll might be a turn off? <laughs> I don't think it matters at that point. Look, would, it's all silicone or whatever it's made out of. Like, I don't even know if it matters the, the theoretical age of the doll. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, mean, for your for your uh, girlfriend, you mean to buy? Like, if I had a lawyer, I'd be know, like, it's got the manufacturer date right on it. What? Do, what yeah. How come I just can't buy a, a goat doll and fuck a goat? Would is that be it, bestiality? Would you be arrested would, for that? Well, well, is bestiality against the law in Canada? 
Like, uh, like it's yeah, it was, so it's, it's, weird. It's, it's frowned upon. It's, I mean, it's <laughs> fucked up. You're fucked up. Why is you probably don't have a girlfriend. You're never going to get a girlfriend if you ever get that guy. Well, you're whole, fucked up, but to whole, make it illegal. The whole legal defense, right, is that it's like, it's not a real person. You're not actually having sex with a child. You're having sex with a piece of plastic, right? Right. And even though it looks like a child, are you going to start arresting people for having sex with, like, what if you buy holographs of children or things like that? They're not what, actually committing a crime. It's sort of a thought crime. What if it? you yeah. uh, buy an, uh, uh, a copy of Teen Beat and, and cut, out, cut out someone's face and tape it to your hand <laughs> and jerk off? Now are you committing a, 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 a crime? I don't really want to. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> I mean, why is it? Easy? You brought up this shit. Yes, you do. How, well, ma- how many things is it illegal to fuck but legal to kill? Like you could, you could kill a cow, but you're not allowed to fuck it. Like if I was a cow, I'd rather be fucked. I think about talking about that's kids. hilarious. I think, I think you're talking about children. That's hilarious. Well, you no, know, you no. can't kill a child. No, you can't kill a child. But you could dismember your plastic child if you wanted to. It, isn't it? I mean, we all agree that it's kind of oogie that a, a grown man would have a fucking three foot tall, like little nine year old girl doll. Yeah, it's completely fuck. fucked. It's but you're completely fucked. Isn't it a slippery slope? Not to use a pun. Uh, the guys will start getting arrested for all the weird fetishes that they're actually just doing in their own home with plastic pieces of plastic. Yeah, I mean, would I you imagine. rather have the guy fucking a doll or going out looking for a real kid? I don't know if it would dissuade or encourage them to actually try and fuck real kids. I don't know what the experience is like of fucking a doll. I, I'd like to second. fuck adult women, but I never fucked an adult woman doll. I think really yeah. quiet, how about it really might qu- just kind of wet my beak, you know. How about a really quiet woman who just regretted having sex with you? That's a doll. Uh, <laughs> right. But, try try okay. to match that experience. So, I mean, I've fucked women with the personality of a doll. So. Do we... So, okay, these are manufactured somewhere. There's a, there's a company making these dolls. I think it's in China. They're always in China. Let's <laughs> yeah, just say China. Yeah. Let's just say China. All right, China. All, plastic, all plastic products, I believe, remain in China. And wait, sex and toys in Japan. Okay, so that'd be funny is that if it's really just adult Chinese people they're making, like, oh, you thought they were children. No, no, no. These are right. actually very well, tiny. Well, by the way, there are adults that are three feet tall. Yeah. They're fucking dwarfs. All that, like, <laughs> is it illegal to fuck a dwarf now? Isn't all that Japanese anime shit <laughs> like have weird. like you know little underage girl looking characters and stuff like that they have the big eyes and they kind of look yeah that's what we were saying all you gotta do i forgot about this earlier all you gotta do is buy one of those child sex dolls put a hat on it draw a beard (laughs) and now you're fucking a a gnome put it on the garden (laughs) put it on the garden what the hell is mr johnson (laughs) it seems very it seems very gardening (laughs) it seems very subjective to me man as you point out i think would you want your pedophiles to have something to do at home that kind of takes rid of their gets rid of their urges in a less detrimental way to the children of the neighborhood. I just don't know if it would. Because I know, I know in the U.S., I'm assuming in Canada, where the laws are a little stricter, so you can't make a porno with an actress who's 18 or 19. She can't be like, I just got home from eighth grade. That's illegal. Oh, you can't pretend to be a child. child. That's child pornography. Yes. Um, but... But isn't that the theme of pretty much half the point? Again, it, unless this thing is advertised, which I'm sure they're smarter than that, as... Here's a three-year-old child. Fuck a kid, twenty-nine ninety-five. Right. <laughs> yes. Then I just I don't see how you can <laughs> fuck a kid. Arrest people for <laughs> yes. it because it, it's it's really just someone's opinion of what the thing is that you're fucking. You know. Yeah. It's it seems it seems like a little thought police, doesn't it? Like you yeah. you, have, you have to intuit what the guy is thinking when he's fucking the doll to have him arrested, literally. No, I was just trying to make my own version of it's a small world world in my uh, basement apartment. Yeah, and what, I'm not it, fucking anybody. What if it likes old, like short, old, wrinkled old ladies? You know, they get really tiny when they get really old. That could be a thing too. <laughs> I, that, I, have a th- I have a thing for raisins. You, you know, if it likes midgets, you that's can't all legal even too. Prove, I mean, I guess you could, you know, look for a semen sample, but you don't know he's fucking it. 
I mean, he could just be ordering it. You could, or, you could probably order a real three-year-old, like Madonna. Yes. Go, go to Africa, get an actual three-year-old. That doesn't mean you're fucking it. It just you have it in your house. You don't think Madonna's fucking her adopted African children? No, a little bit here and there. Uh, they've probably seen some shit, yeah. but no, I don't think uh. <laughs> they just they just play the audience. Uh, Matt, this is a wonderful segment, I think, on uh, child sex dolls. And I have to say, I, even as a libertarian, I'm very concerned they're arresting people from mail ordering ordering anything made of plastic. Pretty much, you should be allowed to order anything made of plastic or rubber and just have your way with I it. I think so too. This is right. Well, this is probably what those guys were thinking. They're like, I am right on the edge of how le- how legally creepy I can be, but yes. I, I think they kind of <laughs> made it though. Yes. And now, by the way, their names are in Google. So when you search them, like guys hiring, looking for a job, you're like, hey, what do I know about you? You like to hike and uh, you love traveling and you buy child sex dolls. I'd be like, that was a gift. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was a gift. <laughs> she didn't she did, uh, did complain. Uh, that's just absolutely horrible. I, we, uh, your segments are getting worse and worse each week. Now, I gotta say. <laughs> we got a question from Rand, email from Randy. Randy's one of our regular writers. Seems very fake. Is anyone named Randy anymore? There used to be such a great guy's name. No one Randy, Randy sounds like the guy who orders a, a child sex doll. Yes. That's what it yeah. sounds like. Randy's a guy with a ponytail. Always has a ponytail. But the kids, the parents these days don't name kids with like cool old school names anymore. They all yeah, you be- don't call him Randy. You call him Macho Man. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> uh, he wants to know, can, Playboy uh, Cooper Hafner this week, the 50, year, 50 years younger son of uh, Hugh Hafner. What's his name? Cooper. Cooper. Cooper's been involved in some incidents in the past of uh, various uh, harassments and abuse. Um, can Playboy just bring back the tits and we're supposed to forget it happened for a year? Uh, Jake, let me ask you. Uh, mm. Playboy got rid of tits last year, which mm. is the only thing Playboy is known for. And after a year, they've just sort of subtly worked back in the fact they're bringing back the tits. Yes. Is that something, consider us a relationship between you and Playboy. Is that something you can forgive them for? They can just like show up after a year with the tits and like all to be forgiven? Well, yeah. It's, it's, I don't have a subscription. I never did. I don't know anybody who has a subscription to Playboy. My barber does, I think. Yes. Um, and then you just don't look at the the magazines that don't have any tits. Because that's all you look for them at for. You just look really quick. Like, oh, yeah, that's that's nice. And then uh, you get your hair cut or whatever. So I, I can totally forgive them. I, I, would, I, this, I was talking earlier. I would love to see the graph of the sales. Yeah, <laughs> Just obviously. plummet. Yes. And then, okay, well, tits it is. And then back. <laughs> Slowly creep be like back car up. and driver being like, we're taking out the cars. Car. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just uh, boats now. Just, just drivers. Articles about just, stereo. Just, yeah. It was. A, it seemed like a, it was a huge. By the way, it was a huge. It wasn't like a small removal. It was a huge removal when you get rid of your core product. And they just kind of like you know, obviously, as so, Jake said, they probably lost a lot of viewers or readers. And now they're bringing it back. Like, yeah, we always meant to bring it back. And like you know, it's sort of like your girlfriend disappearing for a year and coming back and going like. Uh, was I gone? I did you gone. Uh, <laughs> Did you see any of the magazines that didn't have tits? Yeah, they had near tits in every single magazine. Oh yeah, of course they did. They had like sexy photo shoots where they like the nipples were barely not visible. It was yeah. like it like paying twelve dollars for to look at Instagram basically. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really was. It was like maximum. The funny thing is, these magazines are all the business is dying, right? So they're all trying to become like get a female audience because men do not buy magazines anymore. It's just something to do. The minute the, the minute the internet was discovered by a guy, he stopped buying every single magazine he possibly could. Even those little kids come by selling magazines for the fake high schools they don't go to. <laughs> like I used, yeah, to yeah, buy, yeah. I used to buy. I buy. I got a five year subscription to Jet one time. I don't know why. Like I had to. I feel so guilty. I had to buy something. I think those guys don't even come around anymore because men just don't buy magazines. So Playboy like wanted to become like Cosmo. So they're doing articles like on Scarlett Johansson, working mom, and like 
Van Jones, CNN liberal hero or whatever. So they're hoping to get more female readers? Is that yes, they're trying to get female readers because those are the only ones that are buying magazines anymore. So it's, online, it's an online business primarily now. And so they got rid of the tits thinking the tits were turning the women off. And then they just lost both worlds, basically. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so what do you, are you forgive, can you forgive them, Matt? They took away your tits. Well, were you, were you, did, you say, did you skip pornography for a year? I mean, back in the day, you know, Playboy, there was like Penthouse... And like when I was when I was coming up, yep. you know, just learning how to beat off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was Penthouse, but that was a little bit harder to come by. But Playboy was like a legit option, um, and then it became kind of tame. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but mm, you know, now you can. I just think kinda... once you found your first real porno in the woods, you're like, oh my god, Playboy yeah. is nothing. Even even at like. 10, you're like, I don't need Playboy anymore. <laughs> no, you advance you beyond that. <laughs> yeah. Like the kid at 8 who brought to school is really cool. Yeah. And by 10, you're like, fucking loser. Yeah. Where's my beaver hunt? You don't, even have, any, you don't have any penetration? <laughs> yeah, Fuck where's, this. Where's the fucking double penetration, bastard? Uh, so they're, very, they're bringing back nudity in a tasteful... He said he wants to do it in a more... Cooper Hefner said he wants to do it in a more tasteful way. Uh, I don't know what that means exactly, but I guess they won't be oiling up the tits anymore. Hmm. Which is it means sick. like... Uh, you know how, like, uh, speaking of the Grammys... Was it the Grammys or were... Uh, Eddie Vedder wrote on his arm like pro-choice or whatever. <laughs> That's what they're going to write over her tits. Just some like political message. Picturing a, picturing a chick in a bathrobe smoking a cig, yeah. like just <laughs> hair rollers. <laughs> just after some after-sex photos when she's feeling <laughs> feeling full of regret and dis- dismay, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so here's my here's my point on this Playboy thing. Uh, Cooper Hafter took over. The old man's like living in the attic, wandering the attic in a diaper somewhere in the house he no longer owns, a mansion that they sold out from underneath him. He's becoming like an urban the, legend amongst the kids any, in the neighborhood. He's uh, he's on the Playboy board, but he like, resigned his seat. It's unclear. Like he was forced to sell the house. They needed the money, and they sold no the house kidding. for like a hundred million dollars, fifty to hundred million dollars. And he's allowed. I know he's allowed to live there till he dies. That right? was part of the deal yeah. with the new owner. He's allowed to live there till he dies, which means they're fucking turning the heat off, right? That's why he lives in the attic. I'm, yes. I have this one space with a space heater. He's got like a raccoon, a couple raccoons <laughs> up in the attic, like trying to keep warm. Like that scene in Braveheart hey, where the Pamela. guy's at the top of the tower, <laughs> yes. up in the castle, just yeah. watching over everything. Uh, yeah, so they, you know, the old man's about to go, and here's the thing: like when a guy runs a business for like a family business for like sixty years, and the kid always wants to take over, grandkid. He's got all these bright new ideas he wants to install, like bring dad up to speed on the new age. And dad just fucking is 85, doesn't give a shit, and just wants to die in, die in peace. Couldn't they have waited like another year until half, the older half was gone before they started getting rid of nudie and all this fucking Cosmo shit they're doing? Yeah, it, it just never works out right when the kid takes over. Unless the kid, I don't know, you got to be hard on the kid, but not too hard. It, just, it doesn't work yeah. out well when the rich kid takes over. Like, yeah, look, at look at the Lakers. Lakers, and, uh, George W. The Yankees, the Knicks. <laughs> And all these other businesses that aren't like on ESPN, just your average fucking tire place probably implodes. All right, here's what we're gonna do, you guys. We're gonna make tires drunk. Tires are bad for the environment. We're, we're not gonna make tires, tires out of tofu. <laughs> yeah, right. He's got a decanter on his greasy ass desk. Just dad, just fucking like a wheelchair going. I fucking hate you, son. <laughs> <laughs> like you ruined everything I worked for. I was Al the tire guy with a big fucking tire for forty years. People I told me. you, let me follow my dreams, Dad. Yeah, I don't. Like, this is what you get. I'm not forgiving Playboy. You can't just take away the tits and think we're not going to notice. That was a big deal. They're getting rid of, by the way, the uh, the slogan on the front: "Entertainment for Men." Got rid of that. All what's gone. It, what's it called now? It's just called. It used to be called Playboy. Entertainment. Entertainment for, for everyone. Men. Yes. Entertainment was considered 
sexist because it was it was implying that seeing naked chicks was entertainment, which everyone knows is true. I think it was the for- <laughs> <laughs> It is totally true, by the way. Um, yeah, if you don't think so, uh, try being a comedian and following tits and ass. Oh, yeah, good point. Never gonna happen. No, you can't beat tits. Tits are awesome. Or going to a strip club and just being like, no, I just, I just want a coffee. I'm just here to hang out. Yeah. Matt, let me ask you, Jake, let me ask you, speaking of things that empower women, what about when the uh, editor of SI Swimsuit comes out <laughs> at, her home, at her home video in a bikini? By the way, why does she have to bring the kid out? I hate they bring the kids out. Because when moms bring kids out, no matter what they say, you can't make fun of them. Because they're like, they got a kid in their arm. It's like, you're just like bulletproof. She's a mother. She's a mother. What do you, I mean, she could say, she could How say. How dare you? She could spout Nazi <laughs> shit. People are like, oh, she's a mom. She's her, a mother. She's trying to de- genetically cleanse her family. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> MJ Day, which just has to be a lesbian. Uh, she's been running the SI Swimsuit Edition for the last 19 years. And apparently in, in the 19th year, she, she, she uh, heard a voice from above telling her, this edition should really empower women. After 19 years. And so she's trying to pull off this fact. She did a video of herself in a bikini to show how a, chub- a chubby mom looks in a bikini, how all women can be empowered by swimsuits. Because mm-hmm. you know women look to swimsuits for empowerment. Mm. That's what you really... like. When I'm slipping into a jock strap, that's when I'm feeling my, feeling my best. Uh, I want to put on some tight shorts and feel really good about myself. Uh, she did this video to show that... Try and pretend that SI... Which basically Sports Illustrated is no longer sports. It's just illustrated at this point, right? It's just big titty illustrate. Big titty illustrate is the name of the. Well, doesn't the swimsuit issue make like all the money for the whole year? I feel all like it money. comes. I think I feel like it comes out like five times a year. Well, they have <laughs> yeah, yeah. they have SI swimsuit now, which just runs three hundred sixty five days a year. Okay, they, oh, they produce swimsuit content every single day of the year, and and hundreds and thousands of photos and videos every single day of the year. Uh, so the swimsuit edition, they get Kate Upton, some bigger stars to do it. That, but now it's year round. We all know what they're selling, and she's trying to pretend like it's a female empowerment thing. Matt, Jake, let me ask you. Jake, let me start with you. Okay. Isn't it okay just to say we're selling hot chicks and bikinis with airbrush nipples? That used to be okay for 40 years. <laughs> what did, did that not become I okay? I think it's totally okay, but I think it's totally fine also to try to turn it into some empowerment thing. If you're trying to do that, I mean, I would think, like, you know, women are judged by their bodies, and that's kind of shitty, but it's true. But it's the same thing. If, if she's doing that, like, I could be like, well, I should be in the lifestyles of the rich and famous because – no matter what my financial situation is, even though as a man, I'm probably judged by how much money I have. Um, but it it doesn't really matter because she's doing it as an empowerment. But then the next fucking page, you have the person who's airbrushed. It's a total hypocrisy. You mean the next 10,000 pages because that's all. If you go to their website and you look at the magazine, it's all they have are hot models like na- grabbing their tits and like laying in the water. So they're clearly not selling the average looking woman. They're selling men. I've had this discussion many times. They're called models for a reason because they're models of well, I think, know, I think what they know, like, women to look like. I think they know, like, okay, this is what's going to sell the issue, but let's let's try to make a point. It's like and, a, and, it's, and it's fine. I don't. I'm not pissed off about it. I don't really care. But Matt, I, I think it's kind of it's silly. Matt, you're angry. Let's hear from you. <laughs> you're well, angry. is she is she in the issue or is this no. just a video she made? It's a video. I she, really don't get her point at all. The whole point is that like people, purpose. women now in 2017 are saying this this whole thing is sexist and sexist. This whole Looking at girls' titties and bikinis as a sexist thing, and time, a Time Life publication should not be doing this. But she's a woman, and she's run the thing for the last 19 years, according to her. Yeah, and for the first 18 years, it didn't bother her so much that it was just, just skinny women with tits. 
She's like, I want to be in the magazine. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, clearly this was a mandate that came down from corporate, right? Which is like, we got to, just like with the Adele and the Beyonce thing, this is like a a pre-blowback thing. Like, we're going to take shit for this. Let's put in some old, a couple old ladies and some heavyset women and pretend that we're really about diversity. We're very inclusive. We're very inclusive. And, um, and by the way, this is how women really, average women. So her whole thing was like, you don't have to model bikinis. You can model anything. So the editor says, today I'm modeling determination. What's that look like? <laughs> it didn't look as good as modeling tits, I'll tell you that. Because, <laughs> you know, like, what are you, you're modeling determination. Why are you modeling determination in a, in a, in a bikini? Well, like, why, well, like, this seems like something Adweek or like the Journal of American Medicine would do, like feature women like empowering themselves and modeling determination. Why, are, why is SI Swimsuit doing this? It's just such a hoax. Well, aren't they also shooting themselves in the foot? And Vogue did this recently, too. They're, so they're saying, we're going to celebrate diversity. So they'll have... 20 hot, yes. thin, big-tit models and one chubby chick. And that's not really a reflection of society. In fact, it's almost the inverse. <laughs> yes. So if you really want to celebrate diversity, how diverse is having 99% hot, thin, big-tit chicks? So, you know, which is it? If you really mean that, then you got to stop putting the hot chicks, but then what's left of your magazine is going to be out the fucking window immediately. Right. So... You, you know, you I really have the, no grand, ground to the, stand on. I here. think basically what any response you'll get back is basically veiled as this. Well, at least they're trying. <laughs> you know, that's basically the, the, the premise of every response, so you'll, every pushback you'll get on that it's argument. better than nothing. Right? Well, what's, yeah. never, what's never discussed is the fact that these magazines, just like SI, they're all edited. They're all run by women. These magazines are all run by women. The people doing the photo shoots generally are women or gay men. The sets are all women. The models are all women. The magazines that they put out, whether it be Cosmo for women or SI for guys, it's all produced by women, and they all want to make money and have good jobs. So they're putting out what people want to see. I they're feel not. like you're making stuff up right. again. No, you making totally stuff yeah. up again? Is no, this- it's uh, Columbia Wikipedia, dude. They should have Columbia Wikipedia. Well, no one wants <laughs> to be a hero and go down to the fucking Burbank Mall randomly select, you know, have a blind guy just pick out 12 women, throw them in bikinis, put that on the shelves. I think people, that would just be boycotted. Like, what? what is this? Well, yeah, don't especially even know. if you pick them when you're in the food court. It's like showing... Boom! <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, we did, uh, we did. We did. I do have some numbers for you from Wikipedia. So, like, all those, like, heavyset girl lingerie lines, those, you know, full-figured lingerie lines, do about, combine 1% of what Victoria's Secret sells every year in lingerie. With their wafishly thin anorectic models that people love. Is that see. in like square yardage of material or, <laughs> yeah. or just dollar amount? <laughs> I busted uh, up the fat jokes. One uh, percent. No, but it was like literally. So they do a big thing about Ashley Graham in lingerie, and she's or size sixteen woman in lingerie, and it's women who buy. In the, presumably, it's women, mostly women who are buying the lingerie. They want to look like the model type skinny girls as well. They're not inspired by the heavy set women or the women who look like them. They want to look like better than they do. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's the old joke about people coming in to like with a haircut, like make me look like James Bond. Like I can't make you look like James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> James Bond is James Bond. I can give you that haircut. Yeah, but, <laughs> but the same with like you look at GQ or Muscle and Fitness magazine. They don't have like flabby guys in Muscle and Fitness going. Here's an average dad bod guy. You want to look like this guy? Pack on an extra thirty pounds. That's, maybe? And that's the what is that so hilarious that that's how men are trying to fucking spin it? Like, no, 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 being fat, sexy now, guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dad bod, right? <laughs> no, G- no, no. GNC ads are like enormously muscular dudes, and if you take the supplement, you'll be look like this guy who kicks ass. The, on the GNC beach. ads are less realistic than the 
the Sports Illustrated stuff. The men's magazines are less realistic. I see hot chicks all the time in LA. I rarely see a guy that. with with fucking thirty eight inch biceps. I was just going to say yeah, that. That's why those dudes are at the gym for eight hours on the fucking machine. Unless you go to yeah. Muscle Beach, all the chicks are doing is dieting. Yes. <laughs> and they're you know good jeans. Yeah, good jeans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nice uh, bone structure. This yeah. just seems to be the height of hypocrisy. The, 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 the corporations want to make money. Everyone wants to make money off tits, right? Everyone's looking to make money off tits. And, like, you know, Pornhub doesn't come out and apologize for their shit. They don't come out and go, like, look, we're really sorry about how this might affect women and we really really empower women. Or today's a day we speak for gender equality. They just put their fucking porn out there. People want it. They get it. They don't want it. They don't get it. SI's in the same business, essentially. Can't they just say, look, we produce a lot of hot bikini chicks. If you don't like it, that's fine. Don't look at it. Right. Why yeah, must they come out totally with totally valid. Yeah, why must they come out with this, like, we're empowering women shit? You're the last magazine that should be calling about empowering women. Well, I think it's the, it's the same, it's this thing you're, we're talking about, is that you're trying to be, bring more people in to buy magazines. Men don't buy magazines, so you're trying to appeal to a different audience, and that might fail. But I think that's all it was. It, was, it wasn't, I think basically it was just a business decision, and not, they could give, give a shit about any kind of statement. I like to think if the Trump election taught us anything, it's that we're a racist, sexist, gender, homophobic country. And that, that's really where you want to target if you want to, if you want to be successful. Right. All this other shit, it sounds really nice. Or it's, but at it least sell, it doesn't sell copies. At least it's an untapped resource. <laughs> yes. It's like, all this inclusiveness sounds really nice, but doesn't sell for, doesn't sell for it sure. It would be yeah. funny if Pornhub started producing porn for women, and it was just kind of like... A guy dressed like kind of like a gay guy, like buying dinner. Yeah, and, and <laughs> taking out the trash. Yeah, and just talking about how much he loves dogs and shit. Like, I got this new. Uh, I can't wait to give you a background. I'm working on this. So, like, La La Land. I'm not going to watch it. That's that's porn for women, right? So, I got, I'm going to do this new thing where, like, the the more female centric shit I have to subject myself to, such as La La Land. I'm going to go equate that to the male. So that's just like we'll watch a lesbian scene. Uh, just straight porno, like a hustler scene. If I got to go further into like, um, uh, what's what's even gayer than La La Land? Like uh, the Notebook. That, that's that's like a, a double anal scene. You saw that. So we'll just just so the chicks know like what we're dealing with on the spectrum. How is that plan working out with your girlfriend? By the way, is that going well? She didn't even think the the bit was funny. <laughs> Does she think any of your bits are funny? Uh, I, uh, I kind of make her leave. <laughs> SI Swimsuit, they're owned by Time Life. It's a Time Life vaunted publication. Doesn't want to pretend that they're selling girls with their hands on their tits. Okay, that's fine. Just pretend you're not. But that's exactly how you're making money. Yeah. Fuckers. Uh, I, have I, a, think, I think what it is is that you're jealous. I'm totally jealous. <laughs> MJ Day must be stroking a lot, a lot of pussy in the, in the time. Uh, hopefully she doesn't get that kid in her arm when she's doing it. Uh, I have a segment this week. Uh, Matt, Jake, I want to know about horrible people you secretly admire. I think it's, it's very in vogue these days, obviously with anti-Trump stuff, other stuff. For everyone to go on Twitter and social media and talk about how much they hate some famous person, a politician, a celebrity, media person, sports figure. Uh, but I want to know, I always have this feeling like Kim Kardashian is an example. People, everyone, like 99% of guys say they hate her, right? When they poll, she always gets the most hated celebrity. Mm. But I secretly think people admire the shit out of her and really like her. So I want to ask you guys an example of people that are horrible, that the publicly perceived as horrible, but that you secretly admire, like you're embarrassed to say you admire. Uh, Matt, would you like to kick us off? I, I, got, I actually thought of a good one, and there's a few people like this, but for some reason it just popped into my head. Uh, Rob Lowe. See, what I like about Rob Lowe is 
in movies, he plays a smug prick. Yes. But then when you look at his life and what it's been, it's been like fucking 16-year-old chicks, um, like divorcing women for their money, um, you know, fucking like the Sultan of Dubai's daughter or something along those lines. Are we on the admirable, admirable parts? Stealing people's <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wives from them. Uh, and... So I, I think that he's not really that good of an actor. Uh, we just know exactly who he is. I think you could put kind of Martha Stewart, back in the day, like Craig Kilborn, people that are assholes, that play assholes on TV. This is almost becoming like a Trump type of thing, too. People that are famous for being dicks, but people that think that's their shtick, when really they're just, they're just a dick that yeah. shows up to the movie set. Yeah. That's very meta. Yeah. I like that you started off with low fucking a 16-year-old girl. That was really, that was really like... I had never heard that before. He, he did yeah, a bunch that, of real creepy shit. Uh, he was one of the original sex tape guys. Uh, the girl filmed him having sex with the teenage girls. Wow. Yeah. He I'm was not up of, in my Rob Lowe's sex of, tape. Was, uh, uh, you got a Wikipedia. Matt and I spent all day on Wikipedia. Uh, he was uh, lost work for many years after that. He wow. Wasn't, he wasn't be able to I hired. did not know that. He still got a lot of pussy, though. Yeah. <laughs> He's still doing okay. Any movie dickhead. Like, there are guys that just play movies, uh, dickheads in movies, right? So you like the fact that a guy who is a dickhead plays a dickhead is actually a dickhead in real life? Like he's truly that person. I, I respect. I like that it happens somehow because I, I like good acting performances. I feel like it's hard to duplicate. Like I don't think, uh, you know, uh, Neil. Who's the uh, Neil? Neil Thomas. Fucking. <laughs> Neil, give, us, give us something more to work with, dude. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. Doogie Hauser. Neil Patrick Harris. That guy, I don't think, I think he's a nice guy in real life. I, I get that impression. Yeah. And I don't think he can convincingly play a dick in a movie, even though he's a really good actor. They tried, they tried to make him a dick in movies before. Yeah. It, it doesn't work. He's just, he looks like he's 12. I was an extra on Dr. Horrible's Sing Along. Did you know that? Oh. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is that? It's some, uh, like, cult classic he's in now. Yeah. Some uh, musical. Extra work. That's yeah. an awesome drop, dude. <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> I still haven't seen it to look for myself. <laughs> Jake, who's a horrible person you secretly admire? I was thinking about this for a long time, and I think I, I figured it out. Uh, and forgive me if I fuck up his name, but uh, Martin Scarelli. Is that his Oh, is yeah, that his Scarelli. Scarelli. Uh, so, uh, the pharmaceutical uh, yeah. imp. But here's why. <laughs> here's why is that uh, he also talked about. I, I play, I'm really into uh, Magic the Gathering, uh-huh. uh, the card game. And so he I talked. Wouldn't have, I would have guessed that. Yeah, and so uh, he, uh, is it because I'm too good looking? Is that, <laughs> is that what it is? It's because he talked about uh, like taking it over and buying like every expensive car there is in, um, in a certain format, like uh, the Black Lotus, which can sell for hundreds of thousands of dollars. This means he would never lose, you mean? He would, yeah, he would never. So he would just go to every tournament and just kick everybody's fucking ass, <laughs> I like which I think is you. hilarious. Matt, <laughs> I've talked about before, he's an evil, he's like an evil genius. He yeah. actually like does, like when he was calling out, calling out the guys from Wu-Tang, and then he was like spiking AIDS drugs up like 500% or 5,000%. Fucking worst well, he's like, yeah, guy ever. This is the system. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to profit off these drugs, but you know, the pharmaceutical companies are doing this on a much, much, much grander scale than I am, and no one cares about that, apparently. Yeah, but nobody cares what? about this No, kind people of care. A lot of people care. What the fuck are you talking about? But why go the- after the little guy? <laughs> <laughs> He <laughs> can't put a face. He's, he's just a face. Compared to the CEO of Pfizer, that kid's a fucking 
I, Popper. I, I think I, I guess it's because he has a face. It's the the face. corporations it's don't have a face. face. Yeah. It's, a, it's a particular face. That squirrel face he has. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a particularly a shitty face. face. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he's got a shitty, angry bitch face. <laughs> yeah. And so anything he does is going to look horrible, more horrible than a guy like in a suit at a conference somewhere. Yeah. He looks really bad. I do like the guys who just don't give a fuck at how people perceive them. Like they don't care if they're hated. They just spin it completely in their mind and they're, and they're loved. I think Trump's like that too, a little bit too. He kind of like he's a little thin-skinned, but I think he likes the fact that people are just talking about him. In his mind, he he can't do anything wrong. Like, sure, yeah, Scrally's he loves like that. that. These are guys that like needed a hug when they were kids or something, though, right? Uh, Screlly, he also you know the guy was born and his dad was a janitor. He pulled himself up by his bootstraps and made something of himself by being a dick. But you know that's, that's admirable in a way. I think in some ways, how, how would a little guy make a lot of money in pharmaceuticals, right? Without getting like an Ivy League degree and going through the whole Dow Chemical job hiring, all that kind of crap. It's kind of the American dream. I mean, if he made it in coal, would that be any better? Or yeah, he's an immigrant um, son, by the way. Do you think he's taking the day off today and not producing his AIDS medicine at ten thousand dollars a pill? <laughs> <laughs> that, that would really suck. Uh, I'm going with Kim Jong Un. Uh, he gets he gets a lot of shit that North Korean guy, but a he's kept that he's kept himself in power for he's horribly hated. He starves his own people. The rest of the world hates him, but he's maintained his power over North Korea. Which is, you know, not like the best monopoly property in the world, but it's it's something. Uh, he just he's, he is like the modern day like Doctor Evil. He just like does all the things Doctor Evil would do in Austin in Austin Powers, including this week. He actually has a brother, a rogue brother, half brother, King John Nam. It's got to be fucking confusing at family gatherings, right? Back in Nam, <laughs> yeah. Uh, King John Nam like didn't like being in the communist country, so he defected like fifteen twenty years ago. He's a totally rogue brother of the family, and like the first place he went to was Tokyo Disneyland. Yeah, I love that story. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I love that story so like, much. And they turned him down, sent him out of Japan. So he just went to like mainland China and just started banging whores and gambling and boozing because that's all the shit you can't do in North Korea. Yeah, and so he's an embarrassment to the family. So Kim Jong Un sends out like a team of like Asian Asian chick assassins to take him out, take his brother out. So funny. And they chemical spray they chemical spray him at an airport in the face. And kill him with the poison chemical spray, which is so fucking badass. Like, who even thinks to do that? And you know, how localized is the spray? Uh, like, did it kill anyone else? No, I think they sprayed him in the. It was like an aerosol can. They sprayed him in the face. Yeah, I would love to. I haven't heard what that was yet. I'm very curious to what chemical that was. And the chick who did it was wearing an LOL T-shirt. No <laughs> shit. Yeah, oh like, my god. It's just, just, and you know the guys back in North Korea like playing the whole thing like. I'm gonna get these girls, like, and she's gonna wear an LOL t shirt, look like a Hello Kitty shit, and she could have sprayed my brother in the face and fucking kill that bastard. Like, well, because, yeah, because he spoke out against his brother recently, he, right? He That's spoke why out it against him, and he's been living this, like, you know, all the capitalist good shit lifestyle. He, that, that doesn't yeah. matter. It's what, what matters is that he spoke out against his brother, and that's what pisses his brother off. Oh, he's killed, he's killed people for, like, falling asleep during his, like, speeches and shit like that. He's killed yeah. a lot of family it's members. It's normal in their family. I mean, his dad killed oh several of his uncles, too, yeah. so. That's they used to kill people by putting them in pits with, with dogs, by the way, with, like, hungry dogs. Actually, and they actually, uh, two years ago, he killed someone by firing a cannon at close range into the person. Like, yeah. five feet away, fired like a cannon. I feel like I would <laughs> fuck that up if I was in charge of that. Yes, but he's, that's why I like Kim Jong-un, by the way, because he's a creative motherfucker, and he's just playing that Dr. Evil and, so and perfectly. He he runs his country. No one can fucking touch him. He it's can't be touched. He fires off fucking missiles and the whole world just fucking wets itself. I mean, he's kind of He like has a, a whole country subsidizing his lifestyle, basically. Yeah. Yeah, he also knows he can't be... He literally can't be touched because he's put himself in a position where he can't... He, like, no one can really do anything to him. It's been going on... This has been going on with his family for like 50 years. And they just like... They just took over like a house at a house party and they're not leaving. They're squatters. They're not leaving. And no one could fucking touch him. He could literally fuck any chick he wants in North Korea 
and almost zero outside of North Korea. He can have all the child sex dolls he wants. Yes. <laughs> he's probably fucking making them in his, yeah. in his backyard. He's probably rotocasting that shit right, right there. <laughs> like, he's got a little ma. Actually, there's a lot of ta- rumors on Wikipedia about underage sex parties he's having. But fuck it, he's he's a great leader. He can do whatever the hell. You know he what wants. those guys do? I know the guys in Dubai do this, and I'm assuming that Kim Jong Un does the same thing. So he'll have like a bar with like a fake yes. bartender, a fake you know wait, a f- fake cocktail waitress, and he'll just get models from like magazines or the internet or whatever, bring them all in, then pretend he's just walking yes. into a bar <laughs> and like yeah, I kind of feel like getting laid today, and they'll just go hit on chicks and like fuck one of them and be very successful. That's a hundred percent successful because yeah. he paid all of them already. And then he probably, wow. has, probably has dudes like on his payroll that he goes back and brags to. Well, it has to be. <laughs> well, it has to be like a, a little bit like fishing when the fish are conscious. Like, oh god, I please hope he doesn't pick me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's probably there's so like, dudes like in the bar just high five him. Like right. paid paid extras just high five him, dude, dude, bro, bro, you're so fucking awesome. Scorch On the way out, yeah. make sure you get a picture of this yes. high five selfie from all these super good looking guys that I fucking out. Um, Actually, I, I like Un, I like Un even more now. That's just that's just if you're a chick, Jesus. you got to do like subtle things to disqualify, like just rub a little fish oil behind your ears or something. I mean, you can't make it obvious because then you might be like shot. <laughs> yeah, but just something to be like, yeah, I don't know about her. Let's move on. Yeah, right, horrible people we secretly admire. I'm I'm putting that one in the uh, in the vault. That's going to yeah. Disney. That's going to the Disney vault. Let me ask you. Uh, we got an email from David. David wants to know, uh, Jake. I'll ask this of you since you don't know who Emily Rodzikowski is. Yeah, I had to look her up. Yeah, is it me or is Emily Rodzikowski the most annoying person on the planet that you kill your best friend to fuck? Uh, <laughs> you know what? Um, I can't. I can't speak to the most annoying part, but yeah. I would kill my best friend to fuck her. Really? She's pretty hot. She's. Uh, some people say she looks a little bit like a fish or a duck. So uh, I like fish. Yeah, I, like no, I love fish. So I'm a pescatarian. That was fantastic. <laughs> pescatarian. That's, 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 that's fantastic for me. Uh, so what happened was this week, so she was at a party. So she's a, she does two, Emily Rogers Koski does two things. Uh, she shows off her tits to everybody, and then she writes essays about how men should not look at your tits. Which is, it seems like, it seems like it's a little bit. A little hypocritical. A little hypocritical. But she earnestly believes, well, but here's her belief. Like, women should be able to show off their tits, and men should not have the right to stare at them or talk about God, them. God, that's so weird, dude. Like, I, there's a lot of comedy shows now. Well, not a lot, but there are some comedy shows now on the fringe where you do your set naked. And a lot of women or uh, female comics are doing these shows to empower themselves and talk about how, like, how, how you shouldn't objectify them when they're... I, I feel objectifying themselves. That's like, crazy. How am I not supposed to just stare at your tits and pussy on stage? You're first, on stage. First question about that. That's not Margaret Cho, right? <laughs> yeah, just, not that I know just, of. Just, I don't know. Female comedians on the whole, not the women you want to see naked necessarily. It's just that's just it goes to the guys. Goes to the guys too. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very not. true. But that's, I mean, if you think about it theoretically, yes, as a feminist. You should be able to walk around naked, and men should not be allowed to gawk at you or comment yeah, on you or sexualize you. There's a thing we have called a dick. Yes, and uh, and it makes you know we have chemicals in our body that make us. I'm sorry, it's physiological. Fuck off. Yeah, I, there's like, gotta, you're getting, I, I understand where you're coming from, but it's a you're being ridiculous. There's got to be a difference between guys who just look and like you know kind of with their tongue hanging out versus guys who are like. 
I'm going to rape you now, lady, because you're naked. There's got to be some. There's never like a gray area where like there's a nuanced approach. Like, yeah, some guy's going to look and that's okay. As long as you don't fucking come over and try and grab my hooters and shit like that. We're yeah, good. Well, of course. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's like there's going to be like some fine line where like I understand you're an animal. You're a guy. You're going to do guy stuff. As long as you keep in your own area, we're, we're all cool. We're all fine with that. Yeah. It's, well, someone like what's her name again? Emily Ratajkowski. Someone like Emily, who I, I looked at her Twitter, and she, she wears some provocative outfits and stuff. But what's the point of a provocative outfit? It's provocative. Well, here's a better question. How does she get 7 million Instagram followers? Well, you could because pay of, the, You could buy those. Because of her. <laughs> you could, well, yeah, but also because... And her work. And yeah. her, I mean, she, got, she used to be a topless model. She became famous being topless in a, in a Robin Thicke video. So how'd you get those 7 million Instagram followers, if not the fact that 6 million of them are dudes who like looking at your tits? Which, is, by the way, is fine, but then you can't really... Can you really take the high ground after the moral high ground after that and say, guys, shouldn't be looking at my tits, but that's how you're making your career? It's weird. You know what? I've, I've heard this before. Like, um, Matt might have heard this before. Like, at some, some porn star, like, she would have a party, and, but she passed out sunglasses to all the dudes so because she hated catching guys looking at her tits. Uh, and I can understand that. But to, but to be like, how dare you? Like you're you're being ridiculous. You understand the part about passing out sunglasses to all the well, guys. I can understand about, be, about being. I can understand about being annoyed about if I was a, if I was a woman and I had fucking giant tits and there's people always looking down instead of looking at my face. Yeah, but what if you made I, your tits giant? What if you yeah, had implants? Fake tits? What if you have big fake tits to like give yourself a career and then guys are looking at your big fake tits? I get, it still might annoy me. I'd be like, well, I did this to myself, but it's still fucking kind of shitty. Like the guy with the you're, face. You know, you're sensitive like a woman, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can, I'm trying to be empathetic. I try to put myself in pe- other people's shoes, but I also try to call bullshit where there's bullshit there. Well, people go out of their way to make themselves noticeable. It'll be like a guy with, like, if you got your earrings gauged to the point that you can put your hand through them, I don't want you complaining about me looking at them or asking you multiple questions yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because why else did you get them if not for the attention? It seems like it seems like a titty model should be the last person, like perhaps the last person on the list to actually make a complaint about feminism and guys sexualizing women but they are always the first people to do it uh, online and social media they're always the ones trying to lead the pack in this and again i think they're making up for the shit but here's the point emily rodzikowski was at a media event over the weekend she's a noted anti-trumper uh and i guess the new york times reporter was trying to hit on her or try to cozy up to her in some way so he's like hey you know melania trump used to be a hooker <laughs> Which, by the way, if you read Matt's blog, you would have known many, many months ago. Yeah, yeah. You should sue so, Matt. Saw Trump, that. Trump Surprised Matt. he hasn't gotten sued yet. Yeah, Matt and the Daily Mail. But they're not, they're not suing Matt for $150, $150 million. See, there's one good thing for not being that famous, Matt. <laughs> You're not getting sued. <laughs> they're, not, they're not suing him. That would be Matt like, living like somewhere in a small town in Texas under assumed name, and we're trying to collect off him the $150 million. I don't even yeah. have a backyard to bury it in. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> uh, so what does Emily Rodzikowski do? The guy thinks he's going to get in with her by saying anti-Trump shit. And she, like, goes off and tweets this guy's the fact that some guy just slut-shamed like, Melania. totally blew up his she spot. totally blew it up. He got in trouble at the New York Times. She didn't name the name, but they're like, hey, who was uh, looking at Emily Rodgers' tits over the weekend and making <laughs> Melania Trump hooker jokes? So the dude, uh-huh. Jacob Bernstein, had to apologize online. They claim he was reprimanded, which I don't know what the hell that means. Yeah. I don't know how you reprimand an adult. What does it mean to be <laughs> reprimanded as an adult? Well, I wonder if this is all, like, hearsay. So I wonder what the joke was. Maybe it was really fucking funny, and it was a joke. No, he, didn't. he was just pointing out the fact that... Mel- so there's a rumor that people like Matt and the Daily Mail started that Melania Trump, before she was, came out of the U.S., was a hooker back in Slovakia, Slovenia, one of those countries that sounds the same. Well, yeah. she's done about two modeling gigs ever, yes. and she was naked in both of them. So There was a report by, uh, I think, a British or German magazine that the 
modeling agency she worked for was a front for an escort service. Uh-huh. Which is really revealing because that's only true of every single modeling agency ever. <laughs> whoa, no, what? Are you kidding me? Whoa, 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 what? <laughs> Where are you? The expose, modeling agency, front for escort service. Escort service, front for prostitution ring. Like, I just really, wanted some pictures. Really, really groundbreaking stuff. Uh, so Rhonda Joukowsky being, I think, the most annoying person in the world. Do you think, here's a titty mile. She's at an anti-Trump thing. I'm going to say some shit about Melania Trump. I'm good. No, she has to call him a slut shamer. Therefore, the New York Times has to respond by reprimanding him. Again, did she whatever. use the word slut shamer? She did. She said it's really well, horrible. How dare she Yes. just assume that she's a slut? I think most sluts are. She's ashamed. a professional. Yes. Well, also, yeah, isn't she just looking on her, her resume? Sluts do it for free. Isn't she just looking at her LinkedIn resume and it says, like, used to be a prostitute? So here's kind of, is it really slut shaming if you're just calling out someone's past work? It seems like it's hitting a little too close to home for her. I mean... Like you said, what percentage of these models? I'm not saying that Emily Radzikowski was ever dabbling in uh, prostitution, but she obviously knows people that have. No, that she was just getting paid to be naked. Paid, paid to be naked, Red Robin Thick. So <laughs> I, I choose prostitution. Yeah, yeah there's hey, all different levels. This is, different. yeah. You shouldn't call the first lady a prostitute openly, Matt. I've told you this before. Uh, when she's no longer first lady, you can call her a whore again. I think it's fine by me. Well, but isn't, isn't yeah. Roger, Isn't that the worst thing ever? The combo ever of a woman who is like. Not only is she a titty model, but you also think she's virulently anti-Trump, and you make an anti-Trump joke, and then she calls she calls you on. Wait, it. no, it, was no it a joke? Win. Was it a joke? Or do we we don't know? This it is all hearsay. It was a joke. It was him trying to be catty to like th- probably thinking like, oh, this is how I'm gonna she's gonna like me if I say shit like. But this. we don't we don't know what he said. This is what every like if you look at anti-Trump on Twitter, like people go around like say, trying to one up each other on how much they hate Trump, uh-huh. and then eventually they'll call like Ivanka Trump a fucking dog. Okay, well, right? and then somebody has to get upset about it because she's here's a woman. the bottom line: yes, it's bullshit what she did. It's totally fucked. But we don't know what he said, and it could be really fucking funny. It could have been awesome. It could have been hilarious. She could have laughed her. If it no, was no, if it was that off. noteworthy though, wouldn't she have? included what he said anytime someone doesn't include what someone says you got to be none of you suspicious. have an agenda none of you have like oh i'm gonna try to make an example out of this right. slut well, shamer I, or whatever matt and i agreed that the uh, kate rich joke about baron trump being the first homeschool shooter was really funny <laughs> so it was okay <laughs> that it's okay to make fun of the well, family of presidents as long as the joke is fucking funny well then it's there okay. is uh there is um do you guys know the comedian keith carey he uh, he's on roast battle a lot. Um, he made a joke about um, Baron. He said, uh, "I would pay good money to see Baron meet his demise in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory." And uh, it got taken down from Facebook. Facebook banned it because yeah. it was. I mean, but it's like it's a fictional fucking thing where shitty kids meet their demise in a fucking chocolate <laughs> factory, dude. Did, did Willy Wonka piss you off because it was killing kids? Wait, oh, wait I mean. You know, apparently or whatever. No, it didn't. It's a it's a classic. But when you make a joke in, involving fiction, oh, how dare you bring the kids into this? Blah, 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 blah. Fuck off. If you're going to make a joke about any protected class, just make sure it's funny. Because I, I that, think that's your only defense. Well, yeah, that's and that's what defense. that's what I liked it. Uh, I shared it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was a solid joke. Which is why, if this guy could have done anything for her, she yes. probably would have oh, thought yes. whatever he said was awesome. <laughs> yes. And yes. Also, if I'm he was Robert Thicke. He's I've never seen him. Writer in New York t- yeah, I'm New York. doing the math on how good looking he is because I'm sure if this guy was just suave as fuck, nah, she'd be all not. over it. He's not. He's a he's a junior features writer at New York Times. <laughs> Something like yeah, you're right. Yeah, she thinks he's a little. Someone awkward. tell him just you have no business talking to the hot models. Then Melania Trump then retweets Emily Rajkowski like with some girl power shit. Like really, the topless model and the former hooker are now now going on in the empowerment of the shit. You go, girl. I, I just hate Hashtag everybody. You go, girl. 
All right, for our final segment this week, panties in a bunch. Uh, Jake, every week I discuss what has my panties in a bunch. I like the feel of ladies' underwear. I don't know why men's underwear has to be so... Uh, there is, by the way, there seems to be a lot of new age men's underwear <laughs> ads. Like, underwear for men because men men couldn't handle the old underwear that used to exist. There's like, oh, the, there's the, like the new $30 pair underwear. Yeah, there's a new underwear that doesn't ride you, doesn't gather, doesn't do all this shit. Like, I feel like the balls have been okay for like the last few hundred years in the regular old underwear. You're going to lose <laughs> them as a sponsor. Every Kickstarter, <laughs> yes, right? Every Kickstarter project seems to be uh, something we don't need at all. It's always like a new wallet. Like wallets? No, they're fine. They're still working good. Keychains still still yeah. good. Pen flashlights? Got them. Got I, one. I agree, except apparently the Yeti cooler is revolutionary. Yes. <laughs> is that the one on wheels? It's not just like a cooler with a stereo in it. Yeah. It's like a uh, bottle opener. It'll it'll stay frozen forever. It's got a Swiss Army knife connected to it. It's a generator. I'm pretty sure most of the shit was invented in the 70s. I'll just now bring it back and call it a Kickstarter invention. I think so, too. Uh, what has my panties in a bunch this week are bitchy women at fashion events. Uh, Jake and Matt, I can tell by looking at you guys are big in the fashion. Uh, <laughs> Thank just, you. You're screaming haute couture. Thank you very uh, much. It's all over you. Uh, so every, but Matt, Matt knows my feeling about fashion. Uh, the fashion industry to me is the most trumped up fake industry there is. Like if you're going to make up a fake industry, guys, I mean, let's face it, men have porn, women have fashion, right? So if you're going to make up a thing where you just get to like openly, virtually masturbate over something and spend a lot of money uselessly, although porn is usually free, fashion to me is what women use. There's no point in having like a $5,000 skirt. It doesn't make any sense. You don't need it. Yeah. It's no point in doing it. By the way, you're just employing slave labor no, somewhere. I think more a $5,000 anything you wear. The equivalent would be more buying like guy stuff like jet skis or yeah. pool tables but those still serve like a really concrete purpose they serve a recreational purpose whereas to make way, my dick look bigger <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's yeah, child sex dolls uh, so I, that's how I feel about fashion so if, my point is everyone involved in fashion is some superficial vacuous loser other than the people making money off it who are superficial vacuous losers making money so like you don't have a high moral standing so this week uh, at some fashion event in New York New York Fashion Week Tiffany Trump who's like uh, let's call her the dumb Trump kid uh, she's like the blonde, big-eyed girl who they claim graduated from UPenn recently. She was no. Mar- Marla Maples' kid. Uh, oh. she, she's the one they don't let talk. She's the one they don't let talk. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if she's dumb, but she just seems kind of not. They do not um, let her. They, she's, she's always on the present. end. Yeah. She's always on the end. They don't let her speak. She doesn't seem like she's at least very fa- very fast. Uh, so she went to like apparently she's in the fashion. And again, the only really requisite you have to be in fashion, or you have a lot of disposable income. And you have a lot of free time. That's basically what it's. It's you know, like I made the male equi- the female equivalent of fucking fantasy football or something like that. Uh, so she was at Fashion Week, and all the magazine editors uh, from female like Elle and these fashion magazines decided they were going to like shun her at the fashion event. Mm-hmm. And so they all moved seats away. They all moved seats away from her. She was sitting like in the front row, some fashion fashion event. And they all like got up and like walked seats several seats away, so she'd be sitting all by herself, oh. like in the school fucking cafeteria, I like in, like in middle school. And then like then they went on Twitter. All these magazine, all these female magazine style people went on Twitter and started bragging about how they just left her alone and yeah, made her feel petty little fuckheads. <laughs> like, like you're petty little shits. Yeah, you think you're better than anybody else, and you're not. You're just you're you're still stuck in high school, and fuck you. Can you imagine the world where like you tweet that thinking like I'm awesome? And by <laughs> the way. <laughs> Every photo I see from a fashion show is fucking ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> and, oh, this is art. And I, I mean, I, I got to say, uh, my, my, one of my uh, secret shames is uh, Project Runway, the, the, like the first five seasons. I love that show. 
Um, I think a lot of it, like they're very talented artists, but some of the stuff you see on a runway is fucking ridiculous. It's well, it doesn't translate into you can't wear that, right? Yeah, no, ninety nine percent of the people in the world are not wearing this shit. They then they make the they make the low rent version of stuff for like pennies and, and Macy's and stuff. <laughs> people can't buy a five thousand dollars skirt, so they're yeah. buying the fifty dollar five hundred dollar skirt that's a not you know like a cheap knockoff of what they showed in the fashion show. They can't wear this. It's all gilded with fucking gold and pearls and jewels and shit like that. It doesn't make any sense. It's not even a real fashion. Is not even a real fashion runways aren't even a real thing. But can you imagine a world? Well, what do you where mean? It's not a real thing. It's like they don't sell those clothes anywhere. Oh like, yeah, yeah. They yeah. put dress like Oscar yeah. dresses and shit like that. But like women, wa- women love to watch that shit. But they're not buying that shit. You're like it's a whole industry based upon like, hey, look how awesome this thing is we're selling. But by the way, you can't buy it. Well, I think it's <laughs> I think it's like famous designers just playing a, a elaborate practical joke on people. Yes. <laughs> like, watch this thing I can make out of trash bags. It's, Zo- it's Zoolander, right? Like, Zoolander is actually like the reality. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's just like, it doesn't, you can't, there's a lot of... Uh, but, I, so I was an art major at UW, and a lot of it was, I felt like a lot of it was trying to come up with great things to say about other people's uh, p- pieces they made and that's what I think these people at these fashion shows do is try to kid themselves of how brilliant uh, so and so's dress was tonight and no it was fucking silly it, only, was, it looked like a goddamn cartoon there's only are you so, high there's only so many ways to make a jacket so yeah. <laughs> there's like there's not an infinite number of ways to make a jacket that you could wear so there's like ten you know what Mark Jacobs did? He he sells bags. He, it was Prada or something. Uh, they all sell bags. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. He sells bags that cost like 1500 bucks. So he had a big show to show off his bags. But he hired some like Mexican chicks to sit outside the show and sell the same bags for like 20 bucks, like they were knockoffs. And none of the assholes in line did it. <laughs> that is so awesome. <laughs> Who did this? Uh, Mark Jacobs. Oh, Wait, what point he, was just he, went up, he just went up a thousand percent in my... That his shit is garbage, yes, I think. But, <laughs> dude, that is hilarious. <laughs> and his customers is... are garbage. He can be one of those horrible guys. That's you know. so fucking funny. Oh, my God. I love Mark Jacobs now. They don't know knockoffs from the other shit. It's all That's the one of the best stories I've ever heard. This is how ugly it got. So Whoopi Goldberg on The View, Whoopi Goldberg saw this. And Whoopi Goldberg is like... I was looking at her again this morning, Matt. She's... I just still can't imagine people fucked her at one point. It's just it's hard, hard, hard for me to look at her. I look at sometimes I look at women and I just think that. I look at guys too sometimes and think that. <laughs> Is it called a mirror? I think yes. that about just just about everyone. That's exactly I don't true. even know how it's so happening. So Whoopi Goldberg's like on the View with all the cackling hands on the View, and they have to like call everything out. Uh, you know, even she's like. This is just not the right way to act, people. And she offered to like sit with Tiffany Trump at the next fashion show event. And she hates Whoopi Goldberg hates fucking Trump and everything to do with him. But she's like, this is his fucking little kid and his kids at the fashion show. And you women are like, like I'm going to move seats away from her and be really proud of this. She's like, that's not right. And I'm like, if Whoopi Goldberg has to tell you be your like moral like high ground, like your point of view. You're yeah, just lost. Sure. You're lost as a half people. Yeah, dads, it's not like their stuff. Half their dads work for fucking Exxon or yeah, BP or fucking whatever. It's, uh, it's so a little. All of a sudden, you're all high and mighty. It's a little mean girls echo chamber, but I think Matt and I have talked about this before, Jake. Like this, the number of like women that do this shit is actually pretty small, but they're all in New York and LA, and they all have media positions. Yeah, so it's completely inflated. Their power is completely inflated. So like when the editor of Al does shit like mean girl shit like that. It's seen by like a million people. Yeah, I I just love uh, the phrase "mean girls echo chamber." Yeah, that's, right. that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I've never I, heard that before. That's honestly, great. can you picture yourself tweeting that and being proud of it and going like, "I'm going to get so many high, so many likes and high fives off this shit." And like, I'm going to go to Soul Cycle later, I, I and all the people like, going to be like running around with my name. You see those stories occasionally where someone thinks like they have the moral high ground, and people call them out like, "No, you're just being a dick." 
Yeah. And it's um, Whoopi Goldberg, by the way. And she's on the yeah. fucking view and she's telling you what an asshole you are. Yeah. That's just, and, she, and she's completely right. Yeah. That's, that's horrible. Uh, it's not easy to prove Whoopi Goldberg right. No. She's never right. And she fucking hates. <laughs> and she's a hyperbolic a Trump hater. And even she knew that was a fucking shitty behavior. Uh, speaking of shitty behavior, Matt, you have something you wish to pimp and promote from the show this week? What are you into this week uh, in terms of your Wikipedia knowledge that you're labeling people, uh, <laughs> defaming people for? You can find my new album on iTunes. What? Would that, be trigger, would that be trigger warning? Trigger warning. This is so it? funny because I've known Matt since I started comedy, like, what, 13, 14 years ago? And uh, I didn't even know he had a podcast until a month ago. And I had no idea he had a fucking album either. Um, <laughs> there's probably a lot of shit that's really horrible you don't know about Matt. Yeah. Child sex dolls. Bring it back. Those are the positive, those are the positive ones. <laughs> yeah. Where can we get trigger warning, Matt? Uh, on iTunes. On iTunes. I leaked it, by the way, Jake. I got it early. I leaked it, to the, I leaked anywhere, it out to the, on social media. Anywhere they sell music. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll put it up on Twitter at, at Matthew Ralston. You should do, you do know, it Beyonce with Will you or have you? I haven't really started promoting it yet. Okay. You got to so. do what Beyonce did with Lemonade. Put up like at midnight, like unannounced, and just watch people go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> or or not. Yeah. Jake, what about you? What are you, what are you shamelessly uh, selling here for yourself this week? Uh, well, you can hear me um, every night if you're in Los Angeles on Alt 98.7 FM, 7 to 11 p.m. Or if you don't live in Los Angeles, you can hear me on the iHeartRadio app. Not only on Alt 98.7 in Los Angeles, but Alt 102.9 in Tacoma as well. Is that your radio voice? That's kind of sexy. Oh, thank you. That's, well, you just did it again. <laughs> I just came. Uh, I want to thank Rocco's in Studio City for hosting us again. Rocco's. Hey, thank Rocco's. You, you guys were right. awesome again today. The, the, uh, I asked for a beer, and they gave me like two in a glass. <laughs> I thought I was just going to pint, and I got a fucking mug of here. Get fucked up and try to drive home. They are very loosey-goosey with the, uh, with the liquor here, which is why we love them, and the pizzas. For Sound Engineer Brian, this is Lex. Talk to you next week.